0: Welcome to Confessions of a Melanated Queen A podcast designed to celebrate achievements within black culture Here's your host, Dr. Lauren Meeks Hey, what's up family? This is Dr. Lauren Meeks Welcome to Confessions of a Melanated Queen I'm super excited today about our first guest My first interviewee Um, About March, you know, you guys know In March, my book released and the first thing I need to do is figure out how to sell it. So I went <laughs> on, I went on Eventbrite and I started looking up events, you know, related to melanated people. And I saw this event at Benedictine University. First thing I thought, my husband is a photographer, he's gonna want to take pictures. Second, I need to, I need to, you know, sell my book there. And so this lovely young lady responded because I sent an email and I'm asking all types of questions like will this be a good fit? And how do I secure a table? And this young college student, um, who, who was a stu- who is a student at Benedictine, said, Okay, well, listen, um, sure, you can get a table for this amount of money, um, uh, you use Cash App or this and that. She was naming all these apps I never heard of before, and I was like, So, how, how do you what is that? And I kept saying, I'm old, I'm old, I'm old, and she's like, We well, can't be that old because you know, you understand what I'm saying. And I, within a few minutes, I had the app, I paid the money. And I wrote a blog dedicated to her, and it was called "The Youth Is Not Youth Is Not Wasted on the Young" because we always hear this term that you know, youth is wasted on the young. But here it is, a young woman who was planning an event at her university, um, kind of taught me a thing or two. And it, trust me, it's helped me make a little money. Mm-hmm. And so what Destiny did not know was that her event at the university was my first vending event. So Destiny, thank you for giving me that platform. And so I just thought it was just most appropriate for me to bring you on our show because I really, I was so impressed that day. So what happened guys, we, I attended her, um, her, um, fashion show and she's going to tell you a little bit more about it though. And so myself and a few other vendors were there. We saw an amazing performance. And so I just want to turn the mic to destiny because you are the founder of DW designs. Yes, tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Okay, well, it started um, It started with me being in high school, um, I've always, even when I had to wear a uniform, I always made my uniform mm-hmm. look fly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would add a belt, wow. I would add my jewelry, yeah. my earrings, I always wanted to do something to make my outfit look more original mm-hmm. than what everybody else had to wear. But when I got to high school where everybody had the, the, the option to wear whatever they wanted, mm-hmm. they were still dressing alike. Like wow. fights over over true true religion genes. fights and to the point where security guard broke it up and mm-hmm. died, wow. hitting his head on the locker trying to break up the fight. And I'm like, I gotta do something mm-hmm. <laughs> because I knew I was unique. I'm like, okay, well at this point, I'm embracing my uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Let me show you mm-hmm. how to embrace yours. Okay. So, um, like I said, it really just started with me. Um, just kind of basically ripping and tearing apart clothes that I already had. Mm -hmm. Then I took a fashion, one fashion class at my school and that was a wrap for me. I took everything that she taught me and I I applied it. So going into my first year of college, someone from Dakota asked me to make her a a piece and I had no idea honestly where it came from. I think, I think um, she probably saw a few of my, you know, Mm -hmm. unique clothes that I posted or whatever. And so I just took that stuff because I'm like, she don't even know that I've never really even designed a full outfit before. Wow. And here I am about to make her something. I posted it on social media and it blew up. Mm. I mean, I I woke up and people from the UK to the United States were asking for an order. Wow. I, my whole summer I was booked like, and it was this was this wasn't even a huge piece. It was something something minor like a choker in the in the in a, um overall dress. Wow. Something that took me like an hour to make. Wow. And so I'm like, God, <laughs> this is all me. I'm about to make me some money. Yeah. I'm about to make people feel confident and beautiful and original mm-hmm. and unique. This is all I wanted. This is what I wanted. And here it is. I took it. Um, so I took it from there. I started um, a collection. Mm-hmm. I did a, I did a, web, a, a photo shoot. Then I made a website just to get myself started, see what it's like so um yeah that's how i started and then um i've just been picking up i don't even necessarily use my website anymore like my old pieces are still on there and people are still buying from that that old website Mm -hmm. the reason why i don't necessarily use it is because people are still contacting me through social media because that's where i usually post all of my my items and Mm -hmm. what i'm learning from um millionaire webinars is that you can use free
0: Mm-hmm. Sites mm-hmm. to make your
1: money, mm-hmm. like just from signing up, you making a huge revenue. Like, you know, what I'm saying, like, if mm-hmm. as long as people you you people like what you're doing and they yeah. trust you, you're gonna always have loyal customers. You're gonna all, this man is a millionaire and he doesn't have a website, he's not paying mm-hmm. his books. Are like it cost him like $15 to make his books. So, learning that, just based off learning that, I'm like, um, yeah, I'm gonna sell myself, um. And I, I I basically set myself as the example. Uh, whatever mm-hmm. I make myself, I know that I'm gonna make it for somebody else. Because mm-hmm. if because because of my confidence, I want to rub off on other people. I want to show um, women that you can be unique and beautiful in your own way. What are you fighting over clothes for? Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Don't look to the other person and feel some type of way. Be original. And and what I mean by that, you might like their outfit, but make it your own. That's mm-hmm. how I've been. If I see if if I look at the trends. I'll take that sometimes, and I'll make it my own way. Sometimes my mistakes are my greatest pieces.
0: Absolutely. Before we start recording, she and I were talking about, you know, just what's happening in our lives. We were talking about my mom, and um, my mother is always fussing about, like, her quilts and how she made a mistake here and there. No one knows but her that it was a mistake. And sometimes those are her best bags, her best blankets, so uh okay so you your apparel is it men women children or what is your focus men
1: women and children um well actually i've never i've never made i never desired to make a children's line um i had somebody else actually asked me to make excuse me a a kid's line and it went crazy (laughs) um little, little dirk his kids were wearing it really yeah it was that that was that went well um but uh I also make men's clothes um uh usually I don't I don't just I don't do like I do with women like I don't Mm -hmm. make an inventory of men and Mm -hmm. and broadcast it usually they just contact me and, and and order custom pieces so I make according to what they want and just make it unique and original but for women yes I definitely I'm always making women's clothes um that that's that's my main target right now Mm -hmm. so yeah
0: absolutely so what was prom season like for you were you heavily involved with prom season this year this past
1: I had a I had a few people um, ask me to make apparel but I was not interested in doing that because of that was my fashion show season Mm -hmm. Um, while being a full-time college student with seven classes so I didn't want to overwhelm myself Um, and some of them were asking me last minute too and I'm not with that (laughs) While I was mm-hmm. in school, at least, right. so um, no, I didn't. I didn't necessarily participate in the prom oh, season.
0: So let's get into that. I mentioned that you're a student and you are in college. What year are you? We're about going going to go into my senior year. Your senior year. year. And I will tell you. And maybe I just wasn't paying attention, but when I was in college, I didn't know any entrepreneurs. I mean. They maybe people were out there doing things, but it wasn't necessarily legal, and it wasn't what you're doing, and it wasn't as (laughs) remarkable. I mean, you're—I've never seen anybody. And like I said, they may have existed, but I just didn't see them. Yeah, you had a few girls every now and they would do hair. You've had people who would like cut hair on campus, or somebody who would do this. But I'm seeing a trend now with just young entrepreneurs, and that's why I was so impressed with you. So tell me about what is happening in 2018 for the college lifestyle for people, are there anybody, is there anybody out there like you? Is is this, is this something, is Definitely. this a new trend, or Definitely. are you one of the only's, or tell me about that lifestyle now, what that looks like.
1: Well, I hope this, I'm, in a way, I hope this quote unquote trend continues, mm. because I think I think what people are realizing, or my generation, I think what, what, what we're realizing is, okay, I want to be original too. <laughs> I want to make money too. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily want to continue working a nine to five. That's what I I think. A lot of people in my generation are are becoming like that. Are they like me? No, because Mm -hmm. I am me. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll always uh, be a a a competitor to somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, yeah, like I said, there's a young guy named Chico Jackson, my absolute favorite, and he is younger than me. He's Mm -hmm. 20 years old. I'm 21. Amazing! I'm learning from him. Like, mm-hmm. he, he makes sure, like, he, he brought me my LLC papers. Mm. <laughs> he, he has my back. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I love. Like, not those, if you're going to be an entrepreneur, know your craft, know what you are able to do, and be consistent. Be, be determined. You know, don't just be like, okay, I'm going to go online, make some t-shirts, call myself a designer. That's right. your hustle. Right, You know? right. Uh, I think to be an entrepreneur takes passion because there's ups and there's downs. Um, it's up to you to um, discover uh, what God gave you mm-hmm. as a gift and how to make your wealth off of it.
0: And One of the things I noticed that when we were speaking earlier, you were saying that you were listening to the Steve Harvey's and you pay attention to different stuff and you're investing in yourself, how important is it for you to pay attention to what's going on around you? I mean, oftentimes I think people have an idea and they just start from it. Do you think it's important to have, you know, thought uh, thought leaders in your back pocket that where you can pull from, from influence, or what helps you get through it, mm-hmm. you know, in this day and age?
1: It helps me make decisions a lot of times. Like I said, um, Steve, I'm doing an intern for a company, And, uh, there's things that I like and I don't like about it. It's what I observe, but it helps me as an entrepreneur discover what I will and will not do, um... So, yeah, it's very important to, they can be mentors. You know, mentors doesn't just have to be like you sitting here next to me. We're going over something. It could be you watching those inspiring videos by people who are Mm -hmm. just as great as you, not people who are below you on the same level as you. Mm -hmm. I want to look at people who are where I want to be. Right. So that's what I do often. Um, I I look at people that's inspiring. And, yeah, it is important to invest time and energy into what you love doing. Especially, like I said, if you want to make a a huge profit off of it. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do. Uh, I spend time um, investing into what I love doing by watching videos or I just invest into, take time doing, Mm -hmm. bettering my passion, working on my craft. That's how I improve.
0: So do you have a system in place where you set goals, either a New Year's resolution or a quarterly goal for your business? Do you say, OK, all right, it's the first part of the quarter of, of the first quarter by the third quarter. I'm going to have X amount of yep. you know, money made or what does that look like for you?
1: Definitely. Um, this starting my birthday is actually January 1st. So oh, okay. um, on January 1st. I, like anybody, I, I, I write out my goals, what I would love to accomplish this year. And as far as my business, it was just being better than I was last last year, being better than I was last summer. Because I made a huge profit last summer off of my business. So I was, it was just about improving, making it better. Um, and so that's the goal. So even this summer, when the summer, before the summer started, I wrote out what I wanted to do. And that was just um, exposing my brand. Um, showing people, I ain't going nowhere unless mm-hmm. I got on what I what I design because you gonna know that mm-hmm. this is me. This is what I do. Um, so my goal before the summer ends is to uh, definitely vendor at one of the hugest events in Chicago uh, uh, that I that I did last year. I made honestly like three thousand in one weekend wow. to like three days. <clears throat> so. Um, making more off of that, just like the fashion show that I did for mm-hmm. my school last year, we we um, we raised like nine fifteen. This year wow. we made two thousand, so that was my goal. It's just all about improvement um, and being determined to improve it. So
0: wow, I mean, I was very impressed with that show. I mean, do you are you like do you manage the entire thing? Do you have support? Do you have I mean, you had choreography going on. People were doing all types of moves. I mean, you had the fashions, all that stuff. Like, was that exactly all means, you? Oh my to God, I
1: wish I could show you my layout and how I, <laughs> that was, that was me. God helped, God, God gave it to me to get it done. But, um, yes, that whole entire vision, the layout from the way people were sitting to where right. the photographers were standing. Right. That was me. I did the whole thing. Like I'll I be on it and I'm I'm so I'm I'm so amazed at how God is growing me because usually my spring semester is my toughest semester because mm-hmm. of the fashion show mm-hmm. and I knew that I wanted this fashion show to be amazing so I start honestly I start planning well no God usually gives me my vision for the show early mm-hmm. like I think I was still I was getting concerned because I think I was still struggling with my vision for it uh in December, and we usually start practicing in January. So I'm like, okay, God, uh, <clears throat> need some help here. I don't mm-hmm. know what to do, I don't want to just throw anything out there because then it's not going to be purposeful. Um, be- beyond the apparel, whenever I'm directing a show for Black Student Union at my school, I always want it to be a meeting beyond the apparel. Mm-hmm. So, um, when I got my vision that He gave me, usually it's at night when I'm sleeping, gotta wake up and mm-hmm. write it down. Um, yeah, it start. It really starts with me just getting the vision. It starts with me. It, start, it started with me. Actually, I was sewing. I remember how it went. I was sewing. Um, I was working on the order, and I was listening to music as I was working on the order because I knew that, that was going to help me get my mm-hmm. vision for the show. And that's what happened. I started. I started getting it. I started with the songs, so I knew what songs I wanted. And then, because I knew what songs I wanted, I knew how I wanted them to walk. Right. When I knew how I wanted them to walk, I knew how I wanted the setup to be. When I knew how I wanted the setup to be, I knew how I wanted the photographers to be. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you know, so that's how it went. Like, I'm telling you, from the T form that, the, that mm. the show was in, right. I, I literally have, I, I literally draw out how I, how I want the layout to be. And I say, I want a photographer in this left corner, and I want mm. a photographer in this right corner, and right here in front.
0: So what type of support, because you did that for Black Student Union. Yeah. What type of support do you have from your peers? I mean, because what I'm hearing is that you are a forward thinker, you're a visionary, you know what you want, and you executed that. But do you ever have conflict, or are you completely just like fully supported by Mm -hmm. your peers? My peers... My peers,
1: not my models, but my peers definitely uh, looked out for me. One in particular is my, one of my closest friends, Kalia, she, um, we stay together, but she, like whenever I needed something done as far as like, uh, maybe doing a sign in, knowing know what models were there, knowing mm-hmm. my model sizes. Uh, Tryouts. When I had tryouts, she would be the one to call them out. She helped me with all of that. Uh, When I before we all started, we had we had uh, tryouts, and um, I had some peers who helped me judge. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually, after each practice, I always I sit there for about an hour and think about what could have been better or what I want to happen for the next practice. And there's all there's always been either her or another friend that would sit there with me and just hear me out. Let mm-hmm. me talk, you know, let mm-hmm. me vent. And then I want to hear what they say, what they thought about it. I always look for a different perspective to see how I could, what I could have done differently. So my peers, a couple peers definitely looked out for me. Um, uh, the uh, people that work for Benedictine, I would say, no, they gave me the most problems, but I never let it, I never let it bring down what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually two, um, there were, there were a couple that goes to Benedictine that uh, are designers with their own brand had a problem with my vision and tried to bring it to pe- to somebody up top okay. at the school, just to bring it down and make it what they wanted the show mm. to be. Absolutely not. So it didn't go like that. No. And then we had problems with them trying what they wanted to give me for chairs and the mm. setup and times of practices. You know, it was different issues that. That you know that the devil tried to bring down, bring at me to make the show or or bring me down. Because if if it wasn't if it's if there's no me, there is no show. Because right. my models they like if you're mm-hmm. not directing it, we ain't doing it. So, but I never allowed that to happen. Um, I always kept my focus. Even if they, I felt like they were attacking me in a, in a way. I just looked at it like you're only making me stronger. So, and as long mm-hmm. as I got people in my corner that are looking mm-hmm. out for me, that are praying for me that will hear me out when I got a vent, I'm good.
0: So what advice would you give to um, people your age or even folks my age or even older? Because obviously, like I said, I've learned a lot from you, which is why I'm so honored to have you on our show. What advice would you give them in terms of that peer group or that support system that people choose to have around them? Like, how would you encourage people to choose or select their circle um well starting with people that are younger
1: I would say uh, I know that it's hard I've mm-hmm. been there like I know it's like not to fit in and if you mm-hmm. are if you're that person who are like struggling to understand why am I not as cool as them, why don't I have friends? Just know that you are anomaly. You you weren't even made to be that way. Mm-hmm. There's people who got to discover way down the road that they want to do something differently. But if you already, if you're young and you're struggling with that, that's because you are the light. You were made to change them, not them change you. And a lot of us at a young age, we tried to we tried to fit in, but that that that, that changed us in a way. And you can't allow that. I would mm-hmm. say. Um, that's not your focus it's not your focus to fit in or um be uh like everybody else mm. I, when you know that you're unique when you know more about you it helps you understand what what you need to do whether you are entrepreneur or whatever it is in life that you're here for um and this is for adults too like there's people who may still be working jobs that they don't like or enjoy but um i uh, I think that's honestly we are where, wherever you are for a reason or because you're settling don't settle that's what I would say don't settle if you have a vision of something differently that's 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 the inner inner spirit talking to you saying that you know um, take the risk jump mm-hmm. you know do something different uh, um, something that, that excites you if, if there's something that excites you um it may, it may be a part of your passion, uh, whether it's helping somebody making somebody else smile or, or uh, making them confident through a product, um, I definitely would say to attack that and um, aggressively in a way where uh, you're happy with your life. Like if you're happy as an, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you're happy as an entrepreneur, get it done. Don't live your life through somebody else.
0: So, one of the, the recurring things that I'm hearing from you is that be unique, be yourself, know that no one else is made like you, which speaks to also your style, even in your business. I'm, from my understanding, you do not use patterns. You just... What do you do? You just create? You just... It's crazy,
1: right? <laughs> I don't use patterns. I actually just made a piece this weekend. This girl sent me a picture of an outfit that she liked, and... I studied it, like, I've never, I've, honestly, I've never made product I've never made an outfit without a pattern. It maybe have been a couple of times. But this girl specifically, this outfit I had never seen before. I didn't even know how, if, if I even wanted to use YouTube to, to, to show me how this outfit was made, mm-hmm. it's, it it, it, it wasn't coming up. I didn't know what to search. So I studied the outfit for, like, three days just looking wow. at a picture. I studied it, just staring at it. Um I'd be in the living room just standing up looking and just looking at, lay the fabric out and just stare at it. My dad be like, what are you doing? And I'm just like, don't bother me. I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm trying to see how I'm going to cut it out. Because you still got to think about measurements. What's their accurate sizes so that you don't get it wrong? Right. And I made it happen. I mean, when I tell you this, first of all, I I started Sunday and finished this Sunday. And this is a full piece, like a full Gown mm. for a banquet. Wow! I don't know how I don't use patterns. I think I first of all, I, um, if they're if they're not petite like me, mm-hmm. I'll just cut it out bigger than they than they are, mm-hmm. and then um, I'll study pictures too. Like I'll go on their Facebook page and look wow. at a picture of them to to see their bodies, and then I kind of cut accordingly. See, that's the thing that's so unique and
0: special about you is because you really do. When they say, when you say you custom make things for people, you pay attention to all facets. You go on their social media sites. You look. You pay attention to their body shape. You look at every detail. And like you just said, you study. Even if it takes a day or two or three, you're spending some time trying to figure out what's going to work for that person. So knowing that you do that now, where do you see yourself in five years? I know people always ask that question, <laughs> hey question. But seriously, like, where do you see yourself and your business in five years and then 10 years or 20 years? Like, What, what is the goal for you?
1: Definitely. Um, right now, I in five years, my vision – well, within five years, my vision um, is to actually open a studio. Mm-hmm. And in this studio um, – I want people to be able to come and make custom orders or Mm. make custom orders online they Mm -hmm. can pick their custom orders up through this studio Mm -hmm. Um, especially if they're in the area without me having to ship necessarily and then also in the studio I want people to be able to come and do yoga and Mm -hmm. um, aerobic exercise so you're changing your body because you want your body to be changed you want to be healthy Mm -hmm. and while you are becoming confident because you realize that, oh my god I'm looking
0: good you come get you a piece made too how smart is that because I we were going to talk about that because I know that you posed a question on social media the other day you were like what are you struggling with yep. <clears throat> you know, Dr. Lauren was like, look, I've been eating crazy. I got a bunch of other, I forget what else I said. But there's a few other things that I was struggling with. I, I said I was nervous about the podcast. And he was like, I got something for you. And the next thing I know, she reposted a video she did. you were in, it looks like a studio. Uh-huh. And you were doing some aerobics. So yeah. tell us about that, what your vision is. For, I know you just shared some of the vision, but is that something that's happening soon? or?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, as I post those videos, I'm getting people inspired. I want mm-hmm. them to see what I, what I, I want to see who I'm attracting. What's my audience through Facebook. I'm trying to change the game in a way like, uh, so I post and I want reactions out of right. those reactions. Then I'm like, then I'll, then I can, then I know how to get started, what to start. Right. But,
0: um, I wouldn't research? know
1: how, I wouldn't know how to, how to help somebody else if I didn't mm. know how to help myself. Mm. So I was, I'm an athlete. Okay. Um, I've always been athletic. And so, being toned and having a nice body has always been my thing Mm -hmm.
0: um
1: so when I see people that aren't confident or they struggle with something that they don't like it's like I want to be that inspiration for you so Mm -hmm. when I post my videos of me dancing there's somebody from all the way from Mississippi I was working out one day doing ropes and he made a video responding back saying I got up out of my bed out of my sickness Wow. Because I saw your video of you working out. And he was like, now I'm hoping to inspire somebody else. It blew my mind. I couldn't wow. believe what I what God had given me to do. So it's more than just apparel. I want you to look just as good on the inside as you mm-hmm. do on the outside. Absolutely. Because if you're looking good on the outside but not on the inside, I've still failed. Oh, wow. So that's how I feel about it. Um, so
0: you're taking on a, a, a next level of responsibility for the people that you serve, and that's amazing to me.
1: Yeah, so it, it all plays in, as, in, in a part. And <laughs> as a, as an entrepreneur, I'm having different streams of revenue, but they're all going to be um, huge in- incomes. So that's where I see myself within five years um, coming out of college. I want to, um, as a, I don't want it to just be about me making money. I want mm-hmm. it to be. I'm getting paid because I impact you mm-hmm. I impact your life now you can go do it to somebody else you know mm-hmm. but these these corporate jobs they they these new corporate jobs where you're selling you know now it's like you start low and if you do good you train somebody else if they do good you getting paid no mm-hmm. it's it's not that with me it's more so um I want to make you I want to make you confident in Um, Unique, On the inside and out Wow You do it And they do it We all do it
0: And Like I said, I'm still amazed that you are in college When I was an undergraduate student going to my senior year I had not a clue what was happening outside of my campus I mean, I was away at school I was two and a half hours away And I just didn't know And it took at least a good five or six years For me to begin to scratch the surface That you're already at post graduation and so i mean for that you should be extremely proud of yourself you're a huge um uh, asset to our community and this is what this show is all about i i really want people like you to come on and share your knowledge so what else would you what advice would you give to the audience who's listening to you right now
1: what do you think they would say like what do you think what do you think some responses would be to this yeah.
0: <clears throat> I think that anybody who listens to you would be amazed that you're, for one, you're an undergraduate student, you're young, <laughs> and you're doing what people literally in their fifties and sixties are still trying to figure out. Because you got to remember that, and I think you understand this, but most of us, I'm like the older millennial. Like I just stepped into like, the, it started like the year or so, like around the time I was born. So I'm an older millennial. So we just left the, we were off the heels of our baby boomer parents, Who are like, Mm -hmm. go to work, Mm -hmm. get a job, Mm -hmm. you know, clock in, clock out, get that good benefits, Mm -hmm. get your pension. And you know, for me, it was a shock when again I should have story when I lost my job. And so I'm just now figuring this stuff out. People who are even older who experienced that recession in two thousand six. So you all were coming up during that time. And so you already saw it and was like, no, we're not not fooling with this. We know that you can't depend on, you know, the good job everybody's talking about. So most people my age and older are, either they still don't get it or they're just now starting to understand it's a process for them. It's very natural for you because I think that your generation has experienced some things. You were born to some things and you saw stuff early on and you're just naturally smart, you know. So Mm -hmm. I think that people listening to this, their response is going to be, wow how can i figure out to find because you're you the message that you're sending is everybody's unique there's only one destiny but who are you and i think yes. they're gonna and i think exactly. they're gonna listen to you and they're gonna want to say okay well how can i dig deep and figure out who i am and that's what they're gonna that's what i'm hoping that people will pull from this but i think that people who are or your age or younger or even older folks because you know, like i said i learned from you my first event was at your table wow. on a college campus so I think that that's, so you just share whatever you feel comfortable, whatever you think is natural. Cause it sounds like the Lord speaks to you. And I think that's, that's so, that's, I'm so impressed with that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's a lot of folks believing God don't want to talk about it, you know, cause it's not the cool thing to do, exactly. but you're giving praise early on. And I can appreciate that. So what do you think? I want to say,
1: be honest with yourself. If mm-hmm. you know, um, i I am happy and grateful that at a young age i i i was able to discover a little a little taste of who i was and it started with me just being um just me getting uh what's the word nobody liked me Hmm. and i didn't know why but i think god just began to just show me the opened my eyes and showed me what it was. So It's, it's a choice to ignore it mm-hmm. or take it as it is. And when you accept yourself, it's easy for you mm-hmm. to impact others. It's natural. Yeah, That's but, um, so important. You don't have to. This isn't advice for people that just want to be entrepreneurs. It's whatever you want to do, whatever field you decide to go in. Um, if you know yourself, if you know your worth, then you're going to enjoy and and love and impact people through whatever it is that you do um yeah i I always I, i keep saying the word unique um but that's just because i aspire to continue um, inspiring people through the apparel, but um, yeah, I, I guess my advice would just to be honest with yourself. When you're honest with yourself, you can be. It's 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 easy to, you know, make noise and mm-hmm. impact others. But if you're not honest with yourself, how can you be? How can you be honest with some? How can
0: no. Yeah. I, else. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Well, okay, so how can the listeners find you? What are, what are your social media yes. handles and all that good stuff? <laughs> I'm definitely trying to
1: be on my Instagram. Um, so follow me on Instagram. That is D E S T E R M I N. That's that's Sterman. Okay. Destiny and Determine Together. Um, and then Facebook is just Destiny Wesley, D-E-S-T-I-N-Y, W-E-S-L-E-Y. Um, and you can see my apparel on the, on both of those sites. Uh, if anybody want to place orders, you can contact me directly through direct message, comment, you know, I'll comment back. <laughs>
0: yeah awesome well i want to thank you so much for joining us today she fought traffic to get out here and it's hot outside but it's cold in this room (laughs) so we i just want to thank you so much and then just let me know if there's anything that i can do to further support you because that's what this is all about and i love your book oh thank you do not stop
1: with that book (laughs) that book is amazing i love your opinion some and, and and like People may not necessarily agree with Mm -hmm. it, but what's beautiful about it is that you're exposing things that people won't necessarily say.
0: Mm -hmm. So like,
1: people aren't usually honest with what they went through as far as a job, but Mm -hmm. I love the honesty because I'm always, if I want to learn from somebody, Mm I'm going to ask you personal questions. I want that transparency. And that's what I love about your book, You're Transparent. And I think a lot of people will cling to you because you have no problem expressing what you went through. And because of that, I think, I believe that you're going to not only inspire and impact millions, but you're going to um, have a stable financial income off of what you have the ability to do. Well, let's go
0: ahead and give that to the Lord, because I hope that's the (laughs) that's the truth I mean I'm definitely looking forward to growing um, I will say that the first few years after that experience I was it was hard for me to talk about it because I was ashamed of it because yeah. for one I'm still looking for other jobs and I was like I hope they don't ask me about that but then when I realized that it it is a test so that it can become a testimony I was like no I have to share this story and there were so many people and then honestly the more people who I run into who are successful especially women they have that story Something very similar. Even if it wasn't a termination, there was some type of conflict in the regular nine to five or workforce. Yeah, you inspire other yeah, people. you know. And so I began to understand I'm not the only one that went through that. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: like I said about those signups, mm-hmm. if you start getting people to sign up for stuff, you'll mm-hmm. make a revenue off of that. Like, yeah. And I and I feel like if you go to get an interview for a job and you have to tell that story and they don't understand it, then all right, you're not the job. Yeah. for me. Yeah. And I've
0: had to accept that though. So thank you. I really appreciate that. You know? And so destiny, I, uh, she has my book and sounds like she read it because she was able to share some things back with me. You know, and thank you for the feedback on that. Okay, so um, everybody, thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to pick up your copy of Confessions of a Melanated Queen. Go to the blog, confessionsofamelanatedqueen.com, and we hope that you all have a good week. Take care. Thank you for listening to Confessions of a Melanated Queen. Follow Dr. Meeks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dr. Lauren Meeks. If you have a confession, visit confessionsofamelanatedqueen.com and share your story, peace, and love. (music) Thank <music> you.